GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with Music and the Truth Until Dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour-ish or so. So tonight is Wednesday. Each night on our Daily Gun Show, we feature a different topic, and on Wednesday, the topic is, well, the tactical quiz. It's also entertainment and books and movies and that kind of thing. Our friend Barbecue is out here tonight. We record this show live, by the way. Our friend Barbecue is out here. He's got a two-way book club starting up. So uh, if anybody's interested in participating in a book club focused on Second Amendment, well, books revolving around the Second Amendment, then uh, check out Glock, Amer The Rise of America's Gun, a book by a guy named Barrett, no relation to the company Barrett. And uh, some kind of writer. I got to meet him one time at SHOT Show. He's a nice guy, but he's not a firearms guy. He wrote this interesting book about the community, though. He calls it Glock America's Gun, and that scares away a lot of Glockists. Uh, but uh, it's really about the gun community. It's an awesome book. It's definitely worth the read. So if you're interested in reading it or if you've read it uh, and you want to recap and then talk to people about it, uh, check out Guns and Barbecues chat. But like I say, we are should. Uh, uh, recording the show live, so thanks to everybody who's showing up live. We've got quite a good audience tonight. Looks like uh, Chris was saying he's off on vacation, so he's got some time to catch the late show. That's awesome, so thanks for jumping in. So we'll say hey to the other people that are here live. We want to say thanks to the people that listen to this in the future, either as a video on one of the video hosting platforms. This tactical quiz usually goes out to all the platforms, and then uh, people that listen to this as audio. I do my best to make it an audio-friendly chat so that we can send it out to the podcast and you can have some fun with the uh, tactical quiz portion as an audio thing. All right, with that said, today our tactical quiz topics are modern gun trivia and 
Kalashnikov quiz. So these are ones that I'm pretty sure we haven't used before, but maybe we have, and I'll be uh, uh, rehashing old quizzes. But we've done a bunch of quizzes. So as you see on the screen here, there's a whole bunch of them over here. Anybody that wants to can go to tacticalquiz.com. It's one of our websites provided by our Patreons. If you notice at the bottom of the screen there, there's a little scroll that says thanks to the people that make our projects possible, people that pay for the servers and the software and the time it takes to put this stuff together. So thanks for that. We've got lots of uh, quizzes from before and the two that we'll talk about tonight are Modern Quiz, or excuse me, Modern Guns and Kalashnikovs. With that in mind, if we jump back over to today's YouTube uh, stream on the big channel on the gun website side this is being streamed on both sides so fyi there if you're on the other side it's on both sides so uh if you're interested in participating we have a poll going and i used the uh, two topics tonight for the tactical quiz as the poll so uh would you rather have one hundred thousand dollars worth of modern guns or one hundred thousand dollars worth of kalashnikovs and then for, I don't know, what kind of dingus would choose neither? So there you go. 22% of them chose neither. And then 44% chose $100,000 in modern guns. And then 33% chose 100000 in Kalashnikovs. It's not quite neck and neck. It's kind of weird that it's 44, 33, and 22. Does that even add up to anything? That adds up to 99, doesn't it? So what the hell? So there you go. Uh, I thought there'd be a little bit more uh, competition with this one. Did you notice that it just went to 50-50? Now it's 40-40 and 20. Now it's only at, no, now it's at 100%. There we go. How do I participate? You jump over here and, oh, well, no, you're here. Just click on the poll. It's right there. It's part of YouTube. All right. With that being said, uh, oh, if you mean the quiz, we're about to do the quiz in front of everybody. So you just have to sit here and be part of it. Experience it. Who am I talking to? Uh, if you're listening to this in the future or on a podcast, uh, we have about a quarter, a third of our screen here dedicated to the live conversation that's happening with the people that show up every weeknight at midnight and uh, participate in the conversation, the stream that we do here. Uh, we could do a podcast. I'll just take a second to mention, you know, we could do a podcast where we script everything out and it's all fancy and I write an article and I just read you the article. Or I watch a bunch of other people's stuff and I just regurgitate what I heard already. Or maybe I watch the news headlines and I yell about what I've been told to yell about. Instead, I just go live unscripted. The closest thing we got to a script is that, you know, we spend hours putting together these quizzes. We build these quizzes. We don't just go hork other people's stuff off the Internet. And uh, uh, so that's our goal is to really have authentic conversation here. So we do value the people that show up live. Uh, we do it in the middle of the night. Because I value the people that reset the world, the people that build everything all night long, the people that clean everything and do everything while everybody else takes it for granted sleeping all night. Uh, I've always been a night person. I like the night shift and third shift, right? So uh, we do it at night. I'd like to eventually have this show be three hours, four hours long, like Art Bell, except for two A topics, guns and Second Amendment issues. And if you'd like to see that make be a thing, go over to Patreon. Buy us a cup of coffee each month. If a thousand people bought us a cup of coffee a month, we'd be on all night long. Let me put it that way. Uh, in fact, if when I'm going to put this out there, if you take $20 and go over to Patreon and give us five bucks, that's a cup of coffee, right? Five bucks. 
take the rest of that 15 bucks and divvy it up between some of the other people over there on Patreon. You're going to find people that have interests like you do and are putting out content focused on the stuff that you value. And as a capitalist participant in the creation of content, come back after five months, you'll have spent $100 as a capitalist on a number of projects. And let me know what you, if you find value in that. I've been challenging people for a couple of years to try that and to do that. And no one's come back and said, I haven't found value there. I can't put up a challenge because I'm poor, but uh, I suspect if you didn't find value in that $100, I could find somebody to give you your 100 bucks. I really do think you'll find value. I find value supporting other authentic individuals who have a focus on our side. Uh, thanks, everybody, for showing up live and for the people that listen to us in the future. Let's get to it. So we've got a bunch of people showing up live. I have no idea who this first person was, so I'm not, I don't shout out people I don't know. Uh, Chris from the 740. I definitely know. Chris does a show earlier on Wednesdays. So uh, like he said, he's on vacation, so he's able to stay up late. But Chris hosted an awesome show tonight with a bunch of cops. Uh, who have a uh, firearms training company and they do all kinds of cool stuff. So uh, an interesting conversation. He co-hosts it with G23, who has a show every Saturday. So thanks, Chris, for showing up. Millserp Duo is out there. He participates in a bunch of the live conversations that I participate in. I also know that he's got a channel putting out content. Thanks for being around. Uh, I suspect you might do better than some of these folks on the quiz. We'll see. It's not really... Millsurf, so it's not 100% right in your alley, but you've been around guns for a while. We got DJ out there from Nebraska. Actually, I don't know where Millsurf duo is from. Chris is from Ohio. We've got uh, me saying that I was taking the dog out and stuff and encouraging people to participate in that poll. And then we got Guns Barbecue. I mentioned him earlier. He is in Pennsylvania, and he uh, did a chat just earlier today. A classic example of quirking his betters. Chats that have been around for 175 episodes. This young punk just goes up and lays his chat right on top. It's sort of like if a train just popped a wheelie and dropped right on top of a other train that's supposed to be there. That's the kind of audacity these kids have this day, these days. Crabby Turtle is out there from Maryland uh, saying, have a great show. So I suspect that person is going to sleep. And then I blocked whoever the hell this is because I block people. I have a zero tolerance policy. You have a weird name. And even if you were trying to participate, I don't care. You're being weird with the weird YouTube name. So I blocked you. Come back with a normal name and you won't get blocked. But I have a zero tolerance policy. I've been around too long to fart around. And then we got Cobalt Flame. You're in Texas, right? I think. And uh, you're asking how to participate. So that's why I started this whole thing with uh, reading off everybody who's showing up live because everybody's participating. As soon as I start clicking buttons here and figure out what the passwords are, which I have over here so I can get them quick, uh, everybody's playing, anybody who wants to play that is. Oh, Millsurp is saying Illinois. I think you mentioned that before, so yeah, right on. Uh, I'm sorry and welcome, how about that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude, I appreciate the show. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff uh, while the show is on, so I have to listen to garbage or I can listen to real conversations. So I really do appreciate the live stuff. Okay, next up is the quiz. Let's dig in. Oh, I should also say, let me sidetrack one more time and encourage people to offer a movie for today. So here's the thing. Don't just read off a bunch of movies. If I say suggest a movie, DJ's just going to start whipping out 15, 20 movies. How about each person drops a movie 
And then after about five movies, y'all start voting on those movies. You know what I'm saying? Like give the host some actual help instead of just swamping us and taking us off on tangents and use that strategy. You know, just come up with that strategy organically when other people challenge an audience for suggestions. Think about what the host is doing. The host is trying to manage a bunch of stuff and they actually want a suggestion, not a zillion suggestions. So we need a book for tonight to talk about. Uh, we'll default to Glock America's Gun again if everybody makes me. We'll talk about a movie, which is up to you. And if you want to talk about anything else that's uh, kind of entertainment, pop culture related, feel free to throw it in there. And if other people, there's a whole bunch of people showing up tonight. Uh, only a few of you are chatting. So if we got one, two, three, four, five people, and there's 15, is that 10 federal agents and five regular people, six regular people? We don't know you're regular until you say something out here. All right. With that being said, let's dig in. Gun movies, man. What the heck? Gun movie. There's one gun in that movie. I'm not trying to rag on you, but come on, man. This is a gun movie. So uh, we have used some weird science before, but still. Digging into the quizzes. We're going to go to Modern Gun or Clash Not Cough quiz. Does anyone have a preference? The first preference that comes up will be the one that we start with. So that way, I like to give the people that are here live, uh, they own the direction of the show in some ways. And that way, there's incentive for people to listen to this after the fact to show up and participate live. Uh, so are we going to start with the Kalashnikov quiz or the Modern Gun Trivia? They're both ready to go. They're both queued up. I'm going to drop the Instagram post over here just because why not cross-reference things once in a while and encourage people to click on the thumbs over there to get that Instagram thing moving. We'll look at the, po the poll. 13 votes now, 46% for Kalashnikovs. Only 100%, 38% uh, for the other. DJ wins with giving us modern gun trivia. Here we go. And uh, that wasn't the password. So let me, like I said, I have the passwords. Don't, scare, don't get scared. Uh, this was modern gun trivia. I just have to click a couple of things off air here. If I had a uh, intern, if there was... Right now, we have 149 Patreons that make it possible for us to do the stuff we do. If we had 730 Patreons, approximately, I'd have an intern, an unpaid intern, but I'd have an intern over here doing a lot of the things that take me off forever. So here we go, clicking on this, and then clicking on this. So if you want to be a Patreon, we're looking for about 730-something Patreons, ideally. Let me take this password. Take it over here. Now, we put these passwords on here so people don't hork our quizzes so that we can do them live for everybody. Once we've done it live like this for everybody, we take the passwords off and anybody can play them. We just don't want anybody cheating. There's some people out there that would cheat by playing all the quizzes ahead of time. All right, here we go. Oh, snap. <clears throat> We're going to stop for a second and look at this. Um. TTL Seattle. I don't know what that means. To tell littles. You're telling on littles? Seattle. I don't know what that means. Seattle. I have found you through Yankee. That's a dude we know. You have a huge heart. I don't know about that. I hope it's not swelling or anything. But thank you for your attitude. All right. Thank you very much for that. $5. I do appreciate it. I don't get paid a lot. So that is money in the bank. And it is awesome. Thank you. All right. So first one. 
Um, here's how it works. We're going to take the first answer. You don't have to say like A, B, or C, but if you are some kind of situation where you got nubs or you, know, you can't click good, then you can say A, B, or C. But otherwise, you know, type the answer in here. So the first one is, it's a little bit visual. So I, I, I understand that this is not a great quiz for everybody, but you know what? I make a lot of them that are. So this one is visual though. The iconic pistol here is chambered in what caliber? And we're looking at a gun that I think a lot of people would know. So we take the first answer and then that's what we use for the answer. So the answers are 357 maximum, 44 amp, 44 magnum, or 50 AE. And uh, Milserp Duo is coming in with the B for 44 amp. Uh, let's see. So the next one is this iconic pistol is chambered in what caliber? Nine millimeter or 40 Smith and Wesson, 10 millimeters or 45 ACP. This is a, a semi-auto. It is a two-tone, three-tone, really. It's uh, modeled after the Browning High Power, from what I understand, although I'm not an aficionado on these things. And uh, it was used in a highly popular pop culture. Boom, 10 millimeter from Cobalt Frame Flame. <clears throat> uh, there's a small bird silhouette on this gun for some reason. Now we have the next question is number three out of 10. This is the first pistol from which manufacturer? We're looking at a crazy looking bore axis, a tiny little grip worst grip angle that i've ever seen and then a bunch of weird serrations is this a browning is this a cz is this a sig sauer or is this a walther it's kind of obvious but you know not everybody's going to see the obvious so here's we here's what we got going on it's a channel rear sight uh blade front sight an exposed barrel kind of like a beretta but beretta's not on the list it's a semi-auto massive bore axis huge bore axis. Well, I guess I should put the, I guess I can't put, I was going to say I could put the uh, quiz out there, but then uh, nobody's got the password to it. Uh, Cobalt is saying SIG, saying SIG, even though there's a big ass W on the grip, even though it's this giant W on the grip, we're going to go ahead and say SIG and click next. This is number four out of 10. The Colt Walker in 44 caliber Colt's how many rounds in its cylinder? So the Colt Walker, named after some kind of Texas general, from what I understand, uh, is 44 caliber. Now, when it ran dry, it was literally designed to be used as a melee weapon. So uh, 44 caliber has how many rounds in that revolving cylinder that Colt literally made famous? Is it the four, the number five, the number six, or the number seven? Makes you think, was there only room for four in that old-fashioned, goofy metal? Was there five, or was there six? Or did I already shoot six, and there's only one in there? Do you feel lucky, punk? Well, here's the deal. Cobalt Flame is the first one to say something. I believe he's in Texas, and the Colt Walker was a Texas gun, and he's saying five. But there's a lot of discrepancy. Seattle is saying four. Millsurp is saying six. Barbecue is saying six. So 
uh, here's the deal. I don't necessarily need to say the answers at the end, but we will for the people that are listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm willing to take suggestions on that because I can understand. At first, when we started doing this, remember, we've been doing this for a while. Uh, the tactical quiz, I used to not talk about the answers because then you'd have to, you know, if someone wanted to take the quiz, they could still take it fresh. But then that left everybody hanging. So I've been answering the questions at the end. So if you don't want to hear the answers, I'll give you a heads up and you can go take your dog out or rub the dog's belly in the other room or something. You're also allowed to rub a cat's belly in the other room. And I guess you can look at fish, but whatever. So the next thing is number five out of 10. What year was the nine millimeter Draco, the NAK9 pistol introduced? So the Draco is a kind of a wicked little AK pistol deal that uh, because of stupid 922R and 1968 import restrictions exists. And then eventually stupid nine millimeter exists, ruins everything. And somebody decided like, you know, we can ruin an AK even more. Let's put stupid nine millimeters in. And they did. It took a long time for that to happen. It either eventually happened in 2014, unfortunately happened in 2016. It ended up happening in 18. And it definitely happened in 20. So 20 is an actual, it did exist in 20. But did it also exist in one of these other years, 2014, 16, 18, or 20? Let's go over and take a look. Um, people are still answering the other one. So first off, let's take a second before we take any answers on this and remind people that if you're watching this live, you need to look at the bottom left of your screen and push the little red button. Because if it doesn't have a little red thing next to live, you are back in the olden days. You have to click that little live thing to be current. And YouTube gives you the ability to jump back during a live stream and like rewind kind of or look at what was going on. But don't do that, right? Click on the little red, red little live thing down there and get up to date. All right, I'll pause for a second, give you a commercial, let people do that, and give you a small commercial for our store. That's how we make a living. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at gearwebsites.com. Now, we are having a contest today, so uh, there is going to be a winner tonight. Uh, anybody can win, not just Patreons, and uh, you can win a sticker. Uh, Patreons will win a cooler sticker, but uh, anyone can win, and it'll be a cool sticker tonight. All right, so the question was, what year was the 9mm Draco, the NAK9 pistol, introduced? Was it 2014? 2016, 2018, or 2020? The only question we answer we got is Milserp Duo with 2018. Uh, but Pink had chimed in about the Colt one before. Six, but they carried five. Always carry on an empty cylinder. Mm. Question number six. In what year was the H&K MP5 invented? The H&K MP5, was it invented in 1954, 1964, 1974, or 1984? I put four answers in all the time. 1984 was kind of silly, but was it uh, 54, 64, 74, or 84? Uh, boom. Mill Serp 
pretty quick on that one. Pretty quick on that one with the 1964. And then we get TTL Seattle. What's that TTL stand for? Are you going to tell us or we just got to make something up? Uh, and then Chris also saying 1964. So a lot of consensus on 1964. But then Cobalt and Barbecue conspire to say 1974. So what's up with that? What do they know that everybody else doesn't know? But we choose the first answer for the actual quiz for what we're doing here. So how many rounds are in the Nagant revolver? Excuse me, the Nagant M1895 revolver. Goofy revolver. I can remember passing on these for $35 because I didn't want one because they look stupid. I can remember passing, walking right past one of these at the gun show for $35 because I thought it looked stupid. So one day I was walking around a gun show with money in my pocket, and I seen one of these for like $35, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want that gun because it looks stupid. Just letting you know, that kind of shit happened back in the day. So how many rounds are in this one? Is it five, six, seven, or eight of them? And we got a bunch of answers on this one. Cobalt was the first one with six. But we've got challenged with also uh, Mill Surface saying five. Barbecue agrees with six. Cobalt and barbecue, you're going to find agree on everything. I don't think there's anything they disagreed on. Then you get uh, G-Man and Pink coming in with seven. Nobody's saying eight. Interesting about that, though. I don't know who else might be out there tonight if people are just sitting it out. But we got a lot of people joining in on the, out on the numbers over here. It says there's a bunch of people. Let's take a look at that poll. 15 votes in the poll. 47% would take $100,000 in modern guns. 40% would take 100000 in Kalashnikovs, and 13% of our viewers are uh, federal agents who are getting probably overtime to sit here watching this and narc on all of our answers. They're probably using all these against us somehow. All right, so next question. One of the best guns ever made. The best gun ever made? No. But one of them? Yeah. Top three? Yes. Top five? Of course. Come on. What does MAC stand for? Is it military arms company is it military armament corporation is it military arms corporation or is it michigan arms corporation i put that one in there for patriot in the dark so is it michigan arms corporation military arms corporation military armament corporation or military arms company so the mac pictured here in mac 10 45 ACP, one of the coolest guns ever made. One of the funnest guns to shoot. It's just super cool. Almost as cool as the Mac 11 380, which is the coolest gun that you can hold and shoot. So got a couple of different, no, no, everybody's saying the same thing. Military Armament Corporation. So everybody's saying it's this one. I think, though, if you didn't have me saying it like 100 times, it would be more challenging, right? Maybe, hopefully. Pink was the first one to get that one out of there, though. All right. Um, going to the Thompson. All right. Visual, sorry. But which variant of the Thompson is this one? There's like three or four different versions. Well, if you don't count garbage, there's like three or four versions of a Thompson. Is this one the 1921? Is this the 1928? Is this the 1928 A1? Or is this the M1? pretty easy once you know the Thompsons, but do you know your Thompsons? The first one had the bimetal situation going on. The second one had 
well, they put they got rid of the bimetal, right? And then by the time they were all done, they were using them in NOM. Does this one look like a NOM one? Does this one look like a gangster one? Does this like one look like a World War II one? All we're getting is cobalt. Oh, no, barbecue also. But uh, different answers. Oh, wait, is Millsurp saying C for this one? You're saying A1? So we've got Millsurp and barbecue. I'm going to wait for Millsurp. If he's saying M1928 A1, then he wins. But if Cobalt is the one saying it, then he wins. Not really wins, but that's the answer I'm taking. Uh, so either either I'm reading this that Millsurp agrees with Barbecue, and they both think it's the 1928A1, or Cobalt thinks it's a 1921. Matt is saying a 1921. Pink is saying it's an A1. We're waiting for Millsurp here. Hopefully he's able, he didn't walk away. That's, you never know. <laughs> Somebody's like, no, nope, he's saying it's a 1921. All right, well then, so that means that Cobalt gets this one and he was saying 1921. And finally, the Uzi, very close behind that MAC-10, but made in Israel, MAC-10 made in like Georgia. So we, MAC-10's better, it's less parts. Uzi's cool, but it ain't that cool. What caliber? Was the Uzi not manufactured in? Has there never been a 9x21 Uzi? Has there never been a 357 SIG Uzi? Has it produced, right? I mean, somebody might have made something. Uh, has there never been a 41AE Uzi? Or has there never been a 45ACP Uzi? Which Uzi? Let's not default to that C. That C is only, you know, the letter designation is only if you literally can't type the other way because I have no way of knowing and it holds us all up if you know which quiz we're even looking at um gets the visual question dude this is not fair I told everybody that ahead of time earlier so uh see so pink is saying 357 sig cobalt is saying c57 sig Barbecue is seeing C357 SIG. Um, I still don't know if he's talking about building a Uzi or building a 20, not uh, Thompson. So, uh, oh, his phone's going crazy. No worries, no worries. Okay, so that was not your answer for this one. So 357 SIG is what everybody's saying. Okay, no worries. Yeah, no worries. I'm sorry about that. So then we'll go to the answers. So we still got another quiz here. We're about half an hour in. We're doing pretty good. So this will be the answers to this quiz. Uh, we'll go through and we'll answer them. And then we'll, we'll go back and check out books and stuff. So again, I'm not super stoked about answering them in the thing because it seems like I'm killing the potential for live. I really built this for live chats. For like Gizzard when he has a four-hour chat. And he's sitting there because everybody left him and he's sitting there by himself and nobody's saying nothing that happens right so give him a resource right if barbecue's sitting there and dj's being weird now he can jump over and play a tactical quiz or vice versa barbecue's being weird and dj can jump over and grab a tactical quiz one of them two is always being weird so now they have a tactical quiz right so if we go ahead and click on the results i feel like we're killing it for everybody but until I hear otherwise, we're clicking on the results and we're killing it for everybody. So anybody who wants to after this, in fact, right now I am unclicking the password. So anybody can go 
play this quiz at this point. I'm going to put the uh, link out here and then um, anybody can play this from this side on. But as a group, as a committee, your score is 70%. Here's how this works. A bunch of people are like, good, because I would have never scored 70 without everybody else's help. And a couple of y'all are going, damn it, I would have got 100% if it wasn't for them other people. And that's how it is in the world. So it's not good or bad. It's just the way it is. So quit getting upset about it and just help each other, right? So here we go. Iconic pistol, it's the... 44 Magnum Automat. It's the most powerful handgun in the world. Duh. It's 44 Automag pistol. So well done. I think that was Milserp. This iconic pistol is chambered in. Come on, man. This is the um, Bren 10. So obviously it's a 10 millimeter made by uh, Cooper and made re almost remade by Volter here in Tucson a while back by Eric. That was a lot of fun. This is a Walther. It's got a giant W on it. I thought I was with gun people, but obviously nine millimeter has its effect. A lot of people think to themselves, I can shoot nine millimeter and there's no consequence. I can just do whatever I want. Well, there's a giant W on this gun and y'all pick Sig Sawyer. So do you shoot nine millimeter? I'm asking you that question. The Colt Walker in 44 holds how many rounds? Guess what? Six. Guess who knew that one? Pink, right? And I forget how many other people, but it was not five. It was six. In what year was the stupid Draco rechambered into stupid nine millimeter? Uh, 2018. Everybody knew that for some reason. See? Nine millimeter shooters. I know they're nine millimeter. Look, here's another nine millimeter. What year was the H and K MP5 invented? 1964. 1964. I don't know if I would have known that one, honestly. Luckily, I put all fours on there, so you only had to pick the decades, but I don't think I would have known that one. How many rounds are in the Nagant? It's a stupid gun. It looks goofy. It acts goofy. It shoots a stupid round that costs way too much money. That's another reason I didn't mind leaving a $35 revolver sitting there, because the bullets didn't exist. You couldn't even get Nagant rounds back in the day. Now you kind of can. But anyway, it holds seven rounds. It's ridiculous. It's like the Russians were like, oh, all the rules for revolvers? We don't need your rules. We're just going to do whatever we want. And they did. And, it's, and that's what happens is a Nagant revolver. MAC stands for Military Armament Comp Corporation. Well done. Everybody knew that one. Which variant is the Thompson is this? It's the 1921. So ways you can tell is a 1921 has a piece of brass in it. So you can tell right off. 1921 is going to have the little grippy thing on the front because they got rid of, well, no, they actually kept that for a while and then put a standard vert grip on the M1. It's to get rid of the vert grip and put the standard grip. And there's still a stock sometimes, but the M1's the cool military one. Uh, the 1928 is where you can get a, a mag in there, a drum mag in there. And visually, there's something else going on. And uh, so Thompson's aren't that hard to ID. Well done on the ID or on the Thompson one. And then everyone was correct that the Uzi was never made in 357 SIG. But I got everybody by the 9 by 21. I was hoping to get people by the 9 by 21. And then, of course, 40 AE is, wasn't that for the Uzi? And then... 45 ACP is just awesome. They wanted to end a world war that might happen. So congratulations. Again, oh, I probably should have mentioned don't listen to any of that if you were trying to not learn the answers. 
we've got another tactical quiz to take. So hopefully you didn't uh, wear out your brain powers. We're going to head back over to tacticalquiz.com and to the quiz part there. We've got a Kalashnikov quiz. Now, this might be too much for some people. I understand that. So it's probably a good thing that we did this one second because there's a lot of people that aren't going to be able to handle this one. Uh, I need to go find the, what do you call the thing, the uh, password to get into it. As I mentioned, I password these things off so that people can't just go take them and learn all the questions and the answers. Here it is. Wow, it took forever. This one is one of the earlier ones that we made. And I have figured out the password. And I don't think we've played this one live, but we may have. Some people may have an advantage if they were there when we played this one live. So give us a heads up if you're still awake and you're still interested in playing, if you're still ready to win a sticker, because there's going to be chances to win a sticker later on. But I'm going to take a drink. I am going to play another commercial for our store. And we'll be back in a minute. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. All right, thanks again. And, oh, no, look what happened. How did that happen? I clicked the comment thing, and it disappears. I don't know if you all noticed that, but for those of us that host on StreamYard or whatever, you can make the comment thing disappear. And when it came back, oh, weird. Then it came back with everything. Didn't you see how it was like six comments there? It was weird. Anyhow, so uh, just a little weird thing over here that I'm seeing on the way back in from the break there. So we're going to try the Kalashnikov quiz. Looks like a bunch of people are awake out there. You might want to do a bunch of jumping jacks or uh, four count burpees, six count burpees if you're able. And then here we go. Which is not a part, or no, wait, we were going to do something else before we did this. Let's go look at the movies. Let's go look at what movie topics we got, and then we'll quickly review that movie. And then uh, if anybody put in a book, we'll maybe take a look at that as well. Um, so we're going back, 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 way back. I think it was before. Did TTL ever tell us what TTL? I don't No, PTL never told us. All right, so going back up to the top. I probably should have starred. If I had a intern, they would have been tasked with tying or with starring it. So we got Weird Science, Dragonheart. You don't know me. I don't like swords and Dungeons and Dragons stuff, so I'm probably not going to pick that one. Uh, Gods and Generals, which is about Gettysburg, 
with the significance of this weekend. Oh, I'm digging that. And that actually is about guns and not weird science, which has one revolver in it and a nuclear missile. Um, book Neuromancer. Is that a gun book? Really? Is that a gun book? Uh, then we got Penguin's Guide to the U.S. Constitution is a good read. The Constitution already has carry reciprocity un, under Article 4, Section 2. That's an interesting suggestion. Thanks for that one. And no other books? Come on, really? Uh, Blazing Saddles, I appreciate the suggestion. There are guns in it. I hate Blazing Saddles. I don't like Mel Brooks, and I hate Blazing Saddles. I know a lot of people like it, but whatever. I usually don't rag on it, but I'm not going to talk about it either. If you wanted to hear me talk about Blazing Saddles, I'd be ragging on it the whole time. I do not like it at all. Um, Chris has seen Weird Science. I mean, it's a good movie. I like Weird Science a lot. Just if we were having a robot movie, come on. But we're not having a robot movie chat. I don't think anything else. There's not one book. So guess what? If people don't re request a book, we ain't listening to a book. So Weird Science gets kicked because there's only one gun in it. Gods and Generals. I don't know what Gods and Generals is. So here's what I do when I don't know something. I go to the internet and let it tell me all about it. And I don't like hyping stuff. So I'm going to go over here and just drag this up to the browser. I didn't have to do nothing. I barely had to push my finger hard. And then... It'll go over to the Wikipedia, which is always right about everything. So 2003, I definitely didn't see a Civil War movie made since 2003. Um, adaption of a 1996 novel. So this is both the book and the, no and the movie. Well done. Prequel to the film Gettysburg, which I also didn't see. Most of the film is by Ted Turner. I don't know who that is, but I've heard of him before. The film follows the story of Stonewall Jackson from the beginning of the American Civil War to his death at the Battle of Chancellorville. Now, I don't know much about the Civil War, but I know that that dude was one of the dudes in it and that uh, he's notable. So I imagine that could be pretty interesting. Whenever I hear about the uh, kind of the modern descriptions of the civil war it's like a zillion times better than the garbage they used to drown us with when we were little kids they would just tell us facts sometimes over and over but often just once and then we just had to know them that was the way they would teach stuff back then so civil war was like this challenging horrible puzzle of trying to learn a bunch of people's names and states and they they didn't make it fun or interesting at all and they never visualized anything it was always horrible so this sounds interesting, a modern uh, thing. Problem is, I'm not going to sit there and watch a long thing. So if it's interesting, I might watch it. But even The Patriot, for me, is uh, tough to sit there and watch. 219 minutes? That's a long movie. The director's cut is 280 minutes. If this is drama, there's no way I'm watching it. If it was like, like some kind of cool animations and graphics, something like um, you'd see on... Uh, history channel i'd probably watch that like a ken burns thing with a lot more animations i'd watch that for three hours because then i could walk away and watch it a whole bunch of times but i'm assuming you like it because you're pushing it up here i don't know what does this does wikipedia tell us reception critical response eight percent approval rating based on 121 that's interesting i'm guessing most people didn't want to sit through it 
uh, also take offense to the pro-Confederate slant. Well, that's weird as hell, so I would definitely take offense to anything like that, too. Uh, score of 30 out of 300. So I guess a bunch of people didn't like it. Uh, the Lost Cause ideology by creating presentation more favorably to the Confederacy. Yeah, I'm not into that kind of shit either. Um, writing the journal American History derived a movie as a modern day telling of lost cost mythology. I don't like hearing weird descriptions like that. Those are trying people trying to pummel you with their review of it. So I never take those as fact. Those are just people that have some issue with the movie and bring out the big words to wail on the movie. And anybody that likes it. So on a rare situation, Wikipedia isn't good at describing a movie. Sorry about that, Wikipedia, but that's actually the case always. So I don't know. Anybody who's seen it, feel free to throw stuff out there. I never heard of it. Probably ain't going to see it, but that's our movie today. Um, this other thing, Penwood's Guide to the Constitution, I'm guessing that's the book. So maybe we did get a book read and I just didn't pay attention. Uh, is a good read. So Cobalt mentioned the book. I have not read that either. So now we'll go on with the show. And thanks for bringing a book and a movie to the to the mix. There it is. Book equals Penguin's Guide to the U.S. Constitution. You know what I'm going to do? Since I probably can grab an Amazon link of that, why don't I just go make a couple of bucks? Let's let's go get rich. So you take the thing, you drag it. All I had to do is barely push my finger on the mouse. I go over to Amazon. I've had to click the mouse once. I had to move the mouse up a little bit and click a third, second time. So far, I've pushed on the mouse button. And now I've, what the hell? I'm having to click it like three times. Seriously? All right. I had to refresh. Now Amazon's just messing with me because I'm talking crap. It won't let me get a link. Come on. Why won't it let me get a link? There we go. For some reason, it was messing with me. Now I had to right-click and then right-click again. So that's like five clicks away from making money. So now if anybody buys this, you end up giving me a slice of it. I don't know, maybe a few cents or something, but that's how it works with Amazon. And thanks for the suggestion of the book. Oh, I guess I could have read the... Dang it, I could have read the uh, Amazon review right there. So Cobalt thinks it's so good. Let's see what Amazon says. Oh, four out of five stars. What is the President, Congress, and Supreme Court really allowed to do? This unique and handy guide includes the documents that guide our government, annotated with accessible explanations from one of America's most esteemed constitutional scholars. All right. Sounds like a good book. And it's 10 bucks for Kindle, whatever that means. Is that electric? It's an electric book. You've got to read it electric. All right, now let's dig into the quiz. Um, if you've got ideas for movies, books, uh, songs, other things to review on Wednesdays, feel free to throw them in here. If you want to make a review and then we'll play it, I'll do that, maybe, if it's good, especially if it's something I ain't seen or like that. Uh, maybe I did a bad re maybe I did a bad review of that movie. So if Milserp has done a good review and it's like three minutes or less, then feel free to make it standalone or give me a timestamp. And uh, I don't mind playing other people's reviews if I can help get the word out on something that's cool, especially if it's something that no one's seen before. So we all get to experience something that's new. All right. With that, thanks everybody for sticking with us. We are about 
10 minutes away from being ended with the show. So we'll go a little bit quicker on this one. And at this point, we've got some stickers to give away, but we'll see if anyone rises to the occasion. Let's, call it, let's just say if anyone rises to the occasion. So is everybody ready for a speed round? Here we go. If Again, if uh, this is kind of too late, but if you are looking at your screen and down at the bottom left there, it doesn't have a little red dot next to live, click on it and it'll turn red. And that means it'll skip you ahead to the beginning or to where we're actually at live. Okay, here we go. Which is not a part that is easy, wait, <clears throat> which is not a part that is unique and easy to identify about the Yugoslavian Kalashnikov? So what part of a Yugoslavian Kalashnikov is not easy to identify as unique to the Yugoslavians? We are on a Kalashnikov quiz, and we're talking about the Yugo AKs. Which part of them is not easily identifiable as Yugoslavian? Is it the pistol grip? Is it the stock? Is it the handguards? Or is it the selector and safety? Safety and selector is the same piece of metal on an AK, by the way. <clears throat> so is it the pistol grip? Is it the stock? Is the handguards or the safety? Think of a Yugo. Think of going through your manual of arms. And then think of every other AK. And then think of going through the manual of arms on them. It's pretty easy. Boom. Milserp duo. Milserp duo. Sorry about that. Said stock. Wait, no. Oh, interesting. With a question mark. Cobalt. A little bit too late. A little bit too late. Uh, did you say delete myself from your channel? Yeah, no problem. Weird people that are weird and I don't want around. I have a zero tolerance policy. Okay, so Cobalt said stock. That might come back to haunt people. Got to be quick. Got to be fast. All right, click that. So, uh, next up, what caliber is this Kalashnikov parts kit? What caliber is this Kalashnikov parts kit? And I, you're watching me. Oh, I got, I got rid of his thing. You're watching me watch this the thing. So, they may come up in a different order for me because of my internet speed or whatever, my place in the internet. But... Uh, Boom. Oh, no. Milsib Duro. Boom. Boom. 5.56. Five, what caliber is this Kalashnikov parts kit? No, no. Sorry. He says 5.45. Five, excuse me. 5.45 five, five by 39. Did he redeem himself? Uh, is Biker Bob still out there? You know that if he's out there, he's flipping out right now. What caliber is this rifle? What caliber is this rifle? This is going to be tough. This did not work. Um, this is not thought out as far as this kind of quiz. So we're probably going to get some spillover from the last one, which was also asking basically the same calibers. So Milserp is saying 7.62 by 39. Oh, snap. So, um, boom. I don't want to say stuff, but that's just that Tucson right there. Um, then we got which rifle is the AKMS? You've got a bunch of different options here. You're going to have to choose the number. But I think Joe just got that one. That's Joe. 
Raise your hand if you've met General Kalashnikov. Not just uh, in your fantasies, but in real life. You've traveled to Russia to meet Kalashnikov. Uh, so which rifle is the AKMS? Is it this guy? Is it that one? Is it this one? Is it this one or this one? Is it this one or this one or this one or this one? And we've got a bunch of numbers coming in. G-Man saying number four. Nice. Uh, number four. Yes. Nice. All right. Next. Which of these is 545 by 39? Which of these is 545 by 39? You guys know that there's somebody in the chat right now that shook hands with Kalashnikov before. More than once, right? Uh, so this is also not thought out because everybody's going to, I don't even know where the numbers go. Maybe I'm going to take Pink's 8 there because that one was a giant high number. And that means Milserp is saying 545 is this one. I'm pretty sure he knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to go with Milserp choosing 3 on this one. And then we'll say next. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the optic on this Sega rifle? So what's the name of the optic? Is this on Joe's floor? This might be on your floor, dude. Is this yours or is this one mine? This might be mine. So what's the name of the optic on this Sega? Is it an aim point? Is it a Cobra? Is it an EOTech or is it a Vortex? <laughs> uh, what's the name of the optic on this Sega? Snap. Some people know about this stuff now. I can't know. I don't know what people... Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, know what people know nowadays. Back in the day, people didn't know what that was. Next up is... Will the, magaz <laughs> will the magazine from number two work in number seven will the magazine from number two work in number seven sorry this is visual for people that are not getting visual there's eight kalashnikovs laying there kind of on a slat wall i wonder where i got the idea of putting all my ak's on a slat wall from that's a whole nother story but uh where can i get that picture from quickly uh, i knew where it used to be Man, there's a whole bunch of memories coming back from hanging out with uh, the KCA. So anyhow, which uh, will the magazine from two work in number seven? And the first answer is pink saying no, because it's a VZ-58 is number seven. Number two is my German clone. So no. And then next, the Kalashnikovs in this photo are all from what country and we've got i'm not going to say what they are because i'll so there's are they all from bulgaria are they all from china are they all from russia or are they all from germany and then there's i used to own all those you know how many of those i own now none i've owned every i owned all those that was my picture from on my slat wall one time sold every single one of them guns so that i could continue to do what i do which is dig into our community and share that online. 
and encourage others to do so. So I can tell you, I got most of these for nothing from doing work for not nothing. I did work for them. I traded for them. I didn't buy any of them, actually. I traded for all of them. And I don't like Segas at all. So I've owned all of those. I don't like them. I don't like Vepers either. I'll say it. Uh, answer is Bulgaria, but he can't see real good. He can't see real good. And he has no idea what guns I used to own. So next up is what country produced the Kalashnikov bullpup? What country? See what I'm going to start doing is putting this so now we know where it starts. I'm going to put it there. What country produced this Kalashnikov bullpup? Was it Bulgarian, Chinese, Finnish, or Yugoslavian? G-Man saying China. China. I'm supposed to say it like that. Chinese. I am 100% guessing on this visual-based test. Biased test is what I think he's meant to say. I am doing pretty awesome for the rest of the answers. Please send $100 to me via cash issue. Um, next. 10 out of 10. I know somebody knows the answer to this one, too. Uh, somebody in the chat has probably held a good chunk of the 13 movies used, or the 13 guns we're about to talk about. The AK-47s used in the movie Red Dawn were provided by who? Who provided the AK-47s used in the 1984 movie Red Dawn? Was it John Milius, the director, Long Mountain Outfitters, Pearl Manufacturing, or Stembridge Gun Rentals? In 1984, they made a movie called Red Dawn, and it was an awesome movie, and it was John Milius's uh, first uh, ability to do his own movie because he had written things like Dirty Harry and um, Apocalypse Now, and he had worked on other movies, so he had, a, he had been given, here you go, you can make a movie, and he makes Red Dawn in 1984. He says, I want it to be realistic, so realistic that the helicopters were investigated by the CIA because they thought they were real Heinz. So realistic that he had Mahdi AKs, at least 13 of them, because it was 1984, two years before the assault or before the Hughes Amendment. He had 13 of the AKs from, Ma from Egypt, these Mahdi 762 by 39 AKs, and a couple of Valmets modified into full auto, perfectly legally. And then further modified to look like Russian guns instead of the Mahdi's that they were. Those movies, those guns were used in the movie and then subsequently used by the prop house in other movies. So the reason you see real AK-47s in full auto, because remember, two years later, they couldn't do that as easily. Uh, the reason you see them in the A-Team and all the other movies that exist since 1984 is because Milius insisted to have these things made and if you look at movies made before that there's often goofy looking sks's or ar-15s with funny looking stuff glued to them just garbage fake guns melius insisted on having these guns made they were made they were used in other movies eventually the production place that we're asking about sold them and then when they sold them they went out to individuals as transferable pre-86 transfers so Melius took 13 uh, Mahdi's and pre-86 put them into transferable machine guns 
And the same dude who's in this chat right now, who's met Klashnikov more than once, knows people that own, I think, all 13, if he's not shot most of them. But, yeah. Um, that's, I remember back in the day, all kinds of fun stuff about this stuff. Before, there was internet, but it was before we had anywhere near the amount of data we've got now. You know how cool it would be to put the KCA together again, like now? How much info there is? I'm attempting to do it with... Uh, AK-47 Buyer's Guide. I've been working on it actually this week. So maybe that's uh, uh, you felt the resonance in the force or something. Uh, I guess I got to put .com in there still. It's been off air for a while. But um, come on. Stupid thing. Just because you have your site down for a couple years, you lose all your rank. There we go. And uh, the goal is to kind of get back to describing what is so awesome about AKs and why do some people of my age group who are alive during the Cold War have such a different interest in these things than the little kids that just like to dress them up like Barbie dolls nowadays. Anyway, that's a little bit off topic. So the AK-47s used in the movie Red Dawn were provided by who? And the answer... Um, G-Man is saying Stembridge. Well done. So Long Mountain, uh, Long Mountain is, I believe, who ended up with them and sold them. But yeah. All right. Somebody, anyway, so I'm going to click see result. Again, I, I will, could easily be talked into not doing the results because I understand that this ruins it for people that want to, uh, you know, use these in their live chats or whatever. But together, y'all scored a, a, rank, a score of 90%. Well done. Uh, some people have taken this one already, and the average score is only 40%. So very well done. Uh, which of the parts is easily identifiable, or which, which of the parts is not easily identifiable about the Yugo is the stock. The stock is easily identifiable for people to know what they're looking at, but the pistol grip is completely unique on a Yugo, so that's one way to determine if you're looking at a Yugo, if the gun is correct. Uh, another way to look at it would be the hand guards, which have three holes. Most of them don't. And then uh, selectors have a notch in it for the bolt hold open. Uh, they also have a goofy-looking um, kind of a hinged top cover, which was unique for a bit. The next question, which this caliber uh, is this AK parts kit? It's 545. It's a Tantal. Another couple of people were saying 556, but no, this is a Polish Tantal. Maybe my favorite silhouette. Just the coolest freaking one of my favorite guns. I had to sell mine, and I wish I never would have. Uh, what caliber is this VZ58? Uh, you would all be never talked to again if you didn't know. It was 762 by 39. The co-host of the show forever was Bob. He's still you know, out there kicking, and uh, he's got some kind of weird, intimate relationship with the VZ-58s. Next one, very well done by everybody. Which rifle is the AKMS? We have uh, nine different guns, the evolution of the Kalashnikov from the AK-47 to the AKS, right? The folding stock version of the AK. But then it turns into the modernized AK. That turns it into an AKM. And then when you go to an AKM with the folding stock, S means folding in Russia because they don't know how English works. And then you get into an AK-74. See where the magazine changes to be a little bit straighter, a little less tapered cartridge. 
and then you put a folding stock on that, and you get an AK, uh, a uh, AK-74S, I guess, and then you shorten that thing, and you get a crink, let's just call it, and then you get the 100 series, and then they start to screw around. But, uh, yeah, everybody was right on that one with the uh, silhouette. That's pretty decent identification. Next up was the front ends of a bunch of rifles. I took this picture one time when I was up with my friend Chris building AKs, and he had so many different parts kits laying around, and I just stayed up all night taking pictures. I was probably using like a 4-megapixel camera or something, but that's where I cut my teeth on AK stuff. In fact, I would be up there trying to figure something out. I was trying to figure out a AK underfolder stock, and I would text to the, the KCA guys. That's all another story. How do I change this stock? How do I take, how do I take apart this stock? I'm asking people in a text how to take apart an underfolder stock. <laughs> this is the olden days. So which caliber is 545? This one is just a 762. Uh, you can tell by looking at it. This is a 762. You can tell by looking at it. Uh, Tantal, so 545, and then a 762. It's a G kit. You can tell by looking at it. So that one was pretty evident. Everybody got it. The name of that optic is a Cobra, but I think I am supposed to spell it with a K, but whatever. But they have that one for sale. If anybody wants a Cobra, let me know. It is for sale. Pretty much all my stuff's for sale. I'm doing like what Joe did. I'm selling it all, but I'm collecting ammo. I'm not selling everything. I'm just going down to ammo. Dude, this guy has some of the had some of the coolest ammo I missed out on. I wouldn't have only had money. Um, will the magazine work from number two, my German clone in my VZ58 looking thing? No, because the VZ58 is an aluminum mag and it's goofy. It's, they, they were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do what you want, Russia. And then they didn't do what they wanted. So kind of good for Czechoslovakia. Uh, these are all Sega, 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 Vepper, Sega, 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 Sega. That's just a bunch of Segas. So uh, back when I was doing work with the company, doing their website and helping them out, they paid me in Segas and one Vepper. And uh, I liked them. They're neat. They're well made, but I hate them. I wouldn't get one again. And they're garbage. I would not buy one. I wouldn't recommend them. Uh, somebody said Bulgaria. I think that was barbecue. So everybody can blame him for that one. The, there's only two AK bullpups. Well, there's three. One of them's fake. This one is real. It's Chinese. There's another one from Finland that's real. And then there's the fake uh, Romanian or Bulgarian or whatever it is. Uh, that's fake. So this one is indeed the real Chinese one. I forget what it's called. And then, yeah, Stem, Stembridge was the people that actually converted and owned the guns, from what I understand. Or maybe it was Pearl, the ones that manu that converted them. Stembridge owned them, eventually sold them to Long Mountain, and then Long Mountain sold them to all the different people that own them. Um, so that was our Kalashnikov quiz. They're not always going to be visual like that. That was the first Kalashnikov quiz I did. And right away, I could tell that it wasn't the way to do it. So we've done a lot of tactical quizzes now. And uh, this was just one that I could use tonight for this show uh, that was kind of still in reserve. And one of the reasons it was in reserve is because it was so heavily visual. Uh, it'll work for some people, but not for everybody. So what we'll try to do is build more of these going forward that are more practical for this kind of element. But uh, yeah, right on. So uh, thanks, everybody. These are, we make them up. I got this website. We put some software in there that lets us make these quizzes. And then I spend a lot of time making up these quizzes. I, you know, it's not like you can just go copy and paste a bunch of this stuff off the internet. Uh, so that's again, thanks to our Patreons. There's that scroll going across the bottom of the screen. It happens on all of our live chats where we say thank you to the people who make it possible, right? They're paying for this server. 
Uh, they pay for whatever software needs to happen to make stuff happen. And then they make it possible for me to spend the time on stuff like this. And I don't have to, uh, you know, aside from our t-shirts and our books and our posters and that kind of stuff that are really just results of our projects. Uh, we don't expect you to go buy some new grip angle or some new red dot every time somebody flips over. I mean, you can go buy all that stuff if you want, but we don't have to focus on that. So we really do appreciate those Patreons. Now, with the show's over, we're going to recommend that you head over to a place called the Mouse Party. Our friend Foss up in Washington State does an overnight show every other Saturday. And because that's kind of weak and he was bored, he decided to start doing a sh another show, a second show, every single Wednesday. And that show doesn't really have a topic or a script or anything. It's just an overnight show. It's mostly gun people. Uh, but the topic is up in the air, and you're welcome to head over there. We'll throw a link in there at some point. But uh, before we head out, we'll wrap up this one by saying thanks again to the people that show up live uh, for the tactical quiz. Oh, damn, dude. Thanks for that. We definitely have to go to a gun show, dude. I mean, before SAR. We should go to SAR also, right? But uh, we should get to one before SAR. I think there was one like a weekend or two ago. I was just not able to get to it. But I almost, I was thinking hard about giving you a text or whatever but uh do appreciate that thank you very much and um actually one of the things that joe back in the day was into was uh putting computers in cars and cameras and stuff and i don't know if i'm supposed to say that but uh uh i've been you know for doing road trips and stuff i can stealth camp in it and uh i've been thinking about trying to put some kind of uh i'm going to call it a kca ask just to keep it subtle uh, but a computer like that when you were showing me that one time, basically. Um, anyhow, uh, off track here. Sorry, everybody. So thanks for that. And um, oh, I guess what I was saying is that we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to send you over to the mouse party if you want to just hang out. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday. So lots of cool stuff happens on Thursday. We've created a thing on a platform that's used by the video game kids. But it's an interesting tool, and if I can find it somewhere, it's called, uh, what's it called? Somebody tell me what it's called out there. And uh, it basically allows us to have a community set up so that people can keep in touch. And we're going to be using that uh, in a couple of different ways to do some of the behind the scenes and some of the big projects that need collaboration. Uh, we'll be using that to uh, keep in touch and stuff. Actually, I've got the Kate the buyer's guide over there is this thing so maybe i'll send joe a link we can chat over there but um now it's better than discord because i've never had like discord because it's completely off let me just go grab it instead of trying to allude to it um it is called i just can't think of the name gilded it's very much like the one you're talking about but it doesn't suck butts so if i can figure out how to i'm going to try grabbing this link and then open up Brave, a different browser that's not logged in, and then show you what the, like if you went to uh, the other one, the metric version that the kids use for the gamings, uh, you would end up with just nothing, right? Like you need to log in or whatever, and that's all you'd get. Come on, man. So I can type in this gilded and then type in gun websites. So I can send people to gilded.gg slash gun websites. And what they end up with is, a, is an actual presentation, something that gives them some data 
And if they go over to the gun channel section and click on the podcast schedule, they see every valid 2A focused podcast that's coming up. They can see it in this format or they can put it into this calendar format and literally uh, with other people's assistance, we can keep an, uh, an accurate usable calendar of all the stuff that's happening. Are we gonna do this on gun laws and on training? Yes. So this is going to be a pretty valuable tool. Uh, but anyway, so then uh, thanks everybody for showing up. I was chatting about that. I was going to say, let's head over to the poll over here. We got 19 votes. It's literally neck and neck. $100,000 in modern guns, $100,000 in Kalashnikovs. Let me go live here. And see what I was talking about going live? You got to click this little live thing. I'm going to mute it so you don't have to hear me. But if I go live and zoom in really close, like really close to what that scroll is saying at the bottom of the screen, what does it say down there? What does it say down there? So nobody pays attention to nothing. And I do this like every single show, every single show, and nobody pays attention. Do I wait till the very end so a bunch of people hork out of here and go somewhere else? I don't know, but here's what happened. Nobody read the bottom of the thing and did the thing that it suggested you do to win a sticker. So let's see what today's stickers would have been for Patreons. Today's stickers for Patreons were this sticker that I got that says Alaska on it. It's pretty neat, and I'm not going to be too disappointed that I get to fiddle with it because I've never owned one of these kind of stickers before. And then I found this crazy sticker that I figured I might bug barbecue with because I'm pretty sure this is some kind of barbecue sticker. So nobody participated for another week, which is sad because all you had to do is participate, and you could have participated. So what I'm talking about for the people that are watching this as a podcast is there was a uh, scroll at the bottom of the screen all night long. Well, not all night. I turned it on about halfway through. But uh, for about half the show, people have been invited to use the hashtag tactical quiz, and they would have had an opportunity to get this Alaskan. There's got to be a name for this kind of knife. I've seen it before, but I've never owned one. It's actually pretty neat. And then uh, some kind of crazy barbecue skewer that looks like it shouldn't be legal because it definitely looks like an assault barbecue device. And those were the two stickers that were available tonight, but nobody at all participated. Even now that I've literally have it on the screen, giant, and saying it a bunch of times, maybe my mic's not on. But whatever. Uh, see, Barbecue said he read the thing halfway through, but he did it before I changed it up. I don't have to keep the same scroller at the bottom. I go in here and change it whenever I feel like it. So with that, y'all had an opportunity but nobody, I can keep these prizes till next time. Makes it easier for me. I'm cheap. I don't mind. So uh, thanks again. Uh, Y'all had an opportunity to hang out in a chat where a dude that has gone to Russia and shook hands with Mikhail Kalashnikov twice and brought people with him. I mean, everything that is awesome about Kalashnikovs go back to a group of people that didn't really put a lot of effort into making themselves famous. And this dude's one of the dudes that helped get everybody together and keep us together for a long time. Thanks for showing up, man. It's been a lot of fun thinking about a lot of stuff that came in. So sorry if I was distracted, had an old friend jump into the chat here. But uh, with that, we're ending it. Uh, we're still out of here before you can get over to the mouse party. 
Thanks for being up all night. Remember that if you're up late right now, there's other people that are at work right now. They're resetting the world. They're cleaning it all up. They're getting all this stuff done so that in the morning, the, the morning crew with their fresh coffee and whatever can come in and complain about whatever didn't get done. They're taking care of all the broke pipes and all the messy floors, and they're driving everything everywhere it needs to be. And uh, we appreciate those folks. We also appreciate our Patreons, and we appreciate the people that participate in what we do online. So with that, we're out of here. We'll throw one more commercial up for our, our uh, Gear website store, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about training uh, and a little bit of travel. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Tonight's episode, Triangle of Terror. So let us know what you think. We'll be watching the comments wherever you find the video over on GunStreamer.com or on GunTube.org. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourages you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching GunWebsites.com.